Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! <laughs> um, well, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius! Ah, I am Cornelius! Yeah! West Cork Beer Company, uh, shout out to them. They're, um, Colin shaved his beard last week. Shaved it all off. Oh, wow. Um, he's got like just a regular face now. Go onto their YouTube channel and watch the regrowth process. Um, Colin has had a beard for 10 years and now he's uh, fresh-faced and dandied and he looks kind of handsome. I don't know why he wants to cover up the face with a beard, but like, I mean, you know, that's what men do. They like to grow beards. So go on and check the regrowth at www.westcorpbeardcompany uh, forward slash YouTube backslash forward slash slash into the grass <laughs> do some sort of a slash <laughs> um ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning back into the podcast i'm so delighted to have you here um uh, uh rate review subscribe do all that kind of stuff after you've listened to this today and um you know sh- let's that's the crack like i'm just i'm just delighted to have you back listening and numbers are picking up again after the summer numbers kind of went down a small bit during the summer but like i suppose people are under holidays getting suntans but like you could have the earpods in still <laughs> while you're on the beach, <laughs> you know, and listening to me. But look, that's your own choice. Um, fasting update uh, before we bring on the guests. I'm just going to tell you a little bit about the fasting, how it's going. I'm on to week four. I decided not to weigh myself this week because I had a conversation with a few people who kind of they had a slightly different opinion to me on fasting, but made one or two relevant points about getting obsessed with the weighing scales and I was like, you know what, maybe it might be a little bit healthier not to be obsessively checking it every Monday morning, which I suppose isn't obsessive, but I suppose it is kind of obsessive, but I don't know. But I wanted to talk about the benefit, the other benefits, or just mention the other benefits that I'm experiencing because I'm fasting and I'm not just not just weight loss aspect of it. Like obviously I'm written down here now, uh, you, your your blood pressure is reduced, it, you, lo- um, you lower, Uh, all types of inflammation in your body and I used to suffer badly from gout once upon a time which is inflammation so the likelihood of me ever getting it again uh, since I've become vegetarian anyway is low but this makes it even lower reduces your blood sugar and your insulin which is always great it obviously elevates fat burning which is great which is one of the byproducts of fasting but um, it's not the only thing. It strengthens your immune system through kind of stress resilience because every time you are fasting, you're putting your body through a type of stress, type, try, ty- a, through a, a type of physical stress that strengthens its resolve to fight infections throughout the winter and all this kind of stuff. So it makes your um, immune system stronger. And then the, bi- the big one then is the cell cleanup. It cleans up all the old, ce- all the old cells, all the misfolding cells, cells that might um, become cancerous all these kind of, um, I suppose, disease-ridden cells, they're the ones that get cleaned up first of all. And once you go into a state of autophagy after 16 or 17 hours, that's when that accelerates. So not only I'm not only doing the fasting, this fasting, um, I suppose, what is it? It's kind of a fasting challenge. I'm trying to get to... Uh, initially I was trying to get lose three and a half stone get down to eleven and a half stone for Christmas but what I really want to do now is just I want to just implement it into my life um, and not have food at the forefront of my mind all the time which used to be before um, and I have to say with fasting it's not there as much now um, and I'm enjoying the process of it I did an 18 hour fast today and uh, I broke it this morning in my kitchen with today's guest who's sitting across from me. I'll tell you now where I am, or where we are. We're in the John Hume War Room <laughs> in Kilavullen. Uh, this is the podcast. This is the hub of the podcast. Uh, only very special guests get to come to the, to the John Hume War Room. Um, <coughs> we've honored. Had the mo- you're honored. You, well, I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, it gives me a tremendous joy to introduce one of my very, very, very good friends. Um, to the stage, 
It's her very first time on the podcast. She's a powerhouse, a person who gets shit done. She is a producer of numerous RTE shows, two, I think. Two's numerous. Uh, <laughs> former Cahoots um, manager, you know, Cahoots, the sketch group, it's now disbanded, but they were like global. Well, they were all over Ireland, weren't they? You were all yeah. over Ireland? Yeah. Um, and most recently, you're the brains behind Ty Hickey's phenomenal one person show. In one eye, out the other. Now, Tig would obviously dispute that to the ends of the earth. He'd say he's the brains behind it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but you are the producer of that show, and that's like an award-winning show. It's gone, you know, even during lockdown, you, it was taken up with some... Was it Smock Alley in Dublin? Yeah, twice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Miss Claire O'Connor! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that lovely introduction, Gon. It's so great to have you here, genuinely. It's, it's so lovely to look across and to see how excited you are. I'm fucking I feel so loved. I'm well, there you go. I love you. I Aww, love you. Straight well, I up. love you too. And I'll tell you, we had, a, we had a marvelous morning, hadn't we? We did. We had a gorgeous walk mm. and then an even nicer breakfast. Lovely breakfast cooked today. And I'd just like to say, ladies and gentlemen, today's a very special day for me and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> As we sit here without her. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's our wedding anniversary, so this morning to celebrate, myself and Claire went for a romantic walk <laughs> and had a lovely home-cooked breakfast by my wife herself. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That uh, sounds awful. That, well, it's, it, it, we'd like, it, it's what happened. It's what happened. Um, but it is great to see you. How are you keeping? I'm great. How, yeah, how, absolutely how, great. I, when was the last time we, we, besides this morning, when was the last time we, we met? We'd often be on to each other on the WhatsApps. Yeah. I saw you very shortly in Tig and Dom's when you were about to do a podcast with them. Mm. I think that was it, was I it a few months ago? I love calling it a podcast. I, l- <laughs> I love that everyone that's on the podcast calls it the podcast now. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and even people, like, occasionally I'll meet someone and they'll be like, oh, I listened to the podcast. <laughs> like, oh, right, okay. And that was just a slip of the tongue on episode one of the podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, just keep it going. If you say it long enough, you people will patent laugh. it. Patent it, yeah. I'm going to start a whole industry of podcasts where people <laughs> just, they're the same as podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an A instead of an O. At least yours is unique. Yeah, unique. So, um, what was your favourite part of the breakfast? Mm. Either the bread, the soda bread, mm. or the pudding. Mm. Well, it's my first time having that, uh, what was it, Denny's pudding? Denny's. I usually only had the vegetarian Clonakilty one. Mm. That Denny's one was lovely, I must say. I enjoyed it. I think the sausage was my favourite part. I love the bread as well. It's all See, I've had those sausages loads of times. Yeah. So it was kind of more about the new things today. Mm. And like it is it is nice as we ha- like you and I are both vegetarians. Yeah. So it's rare to be able to go and have breakfast. A big and fry, like a big fry. With everything, you're not missing anything. And we had what did you think of the rashers? Rashers were yeah. lovely, yeah. yeah. They First time having rashers. them. Yeah. Well, not as good as Rashers, but like yeah. it tastes pretty good. Um, yeah, I think the bread was probably my favourite as well. The bread, because I love the real butter then on it. Yeah. And the, the tea. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, and it was plain. And we had gone for a long walk and we came back. We got lost in conversation. We came back and we walked in the door and fucking, it was fed up. Poor so Noel. Like, you know, <laughs> she's delighted. This is, this is a dream come true for her now to be able to do this for me on our wedding anniversary. Yeah. Like. <laughs> 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 you're keeping well in general is life good yeah yeah all good yeah we were up in dublin actually last week working mm. on a development week of a new show that tyke's creating so watch this space and that was in smock alley as well that was in smock as well yeah we yeah. got paid to go up and do a week's development which is great oh, wow they yeah. just pay, paid you to go up to develop a show and is there like did did you get help was there outside help or was it just yourself? yeah so basically they gave us the budget and then we were allowed to bring in whoever we wanted and pay them out of that budget of ourselves. So we had um, Sophie from The Everman come up for a day and then we had a writer called Michael West up for another day. Mm-hmm. It was great, yeah. And then we had Dom and Sully with us for the whole week. Sully was up as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was God. actually lovely to have the music in the room as well. Because yeah. like, that doesn't normally happen with theatre. That kind of just comes in after. Whereas like, you had Sully just there with his guitar ready. It was like so nice to kind of... Break yeah. it up a bit. I think music really adds to theatre as well. Um, and do you know what's what's like? Do you, would that have been available? That kind of a grant being available if COVID hadn't existed? Yeah, I know. I think it would have. We've never got it before, mm. and we didn't even have to apply for it. It was amazing. Like Smock had applied for it, and then they could support three companies, and they chose us to be one of their oh three. Wow. Yeah, very That's honoured. Amazing. Yeah. 
And you did you did show for them during lockdown, but that was online, was it? Yeah. So we did. We actually did a run just before lockdown last January for first fortnight, and then. I think I how many shows we did. We did a few last July when things were kind of opening up like a year ago. You were allowed like 50 in the building that had to include the team. Mm. So that had to include the front of house and Tiger and I. Um, we did a few shows that time. I actually can't remember how many. And then during lockdown, we actually went up in last October and did a live stream. I remember that. So that was amazing. It was like you kind of felt bold like going to Dublin because like yeah. no one was allowed to barely leave and like but that was home. the fi- we were in the 5k lockdown at that stage so I think we? so yeah it was definitely quite Did strict you have to get anyway. like a, a cert or something yeah we're on the way to we make had some to play. have a letter for the accommodation from Smock Alley to say that we were working in Dublin that we needed somewhere to stay yeah it was mad like I, I remember I watched that I bought the stream it was a tenor wasn't it yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember. Bu- I bought it and watched it, and Ty gave out to me afterwards, going, "You should have got on to me. I would have been able to get you to leave for nothing." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, okay, Aww. you can have my tenor, like." <laughs> Supportive as always. But like it was, um, we were. Well, I was so nervous. The pressure, because like it was like you're doing live theatre, but you're also doing it for screen. So it was yeah. like double whammy. Like it was. It was essentially a live so, show, and it was so live. Like if anything went wrong with the technology. Like it was live, like like you know, and there was no was audience there. Like it was no, it was just like it was like me and the two techies were the audience. Yeah. Like yeah, and what because I've seen that show in one eye out the other. I'd say I've seen it three times, maybe. Have you? I have, yeah. Because he did. I've I've seen. Two, I saw two previews. Oh, of the it. development as well. And yeah, the develop, and I would have seen. Yeah, and seen, and also just would have seen bits. Yeah, of, of course. Ty's old stand up in it. Yeah, and um, like it's amazing. Please check it out if you get a chance. Is it still in the fringe? Is it? No, that, that finished now the 30th of August, yeah. Um, we hope to tour next year, though, because we, we had a whole tour planned last year mm. to include Edinburgh Fringe, <coughs> and uh, that obviously didn't get to happen, so we're hoping to plan a tour for next year, because yeah. it just hasn't... It deserves an audience and it hasn't got it yet, like... That's my point. I remember watching it on that, and I w- there was no audience, and it was for all intents... And I, sp- I... What you do when you press the button that goes up on your television? You scream. Cast it. Cast it. I casted yeah. it onto my television. So it was like, and it was a Saturday night or a Friday night. So it was, a, for all intents and purposes, I was watching The Late Late Show, but it was tied yeah. up <laughs> there. And um, it still was powerful. Yeah. It, through that medium, which is a diluted medium. Yeah. Because when you're watching True. anything... Any play or any live entertainment, it's uh, like particularly comedy anyway. And I know when you're in the room with them, like you ha- you're in the room, you're yeah. in the moment with them. Mm-hmm. And um, it still was great. So to hear to hear that you're thinking of taking it on tour or that you're going to take it on tour is a no-brainer. Yeah, you know, an absolute no-brainer, and it'll do great. You got a review. Like, the show got a review in Edinburgh. Yeah, we got it? a five-star review. Yeah, absolutely delighted. Unreal, like yeah, yeah. When Some you lovely comments like about Tig as well. About performer, I can't remember what they were, but. No, no, it was great. We, we were we delighted. Talk about him anyway. Fuck him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is about you. Um, Thanks, God. We're going to do a word association game, right? All right, okay. okay um, so I have. <laughs> oh God. I have. I have sixteen words. These are words that just sixteen. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I did now? Right? Is I had a couple of words that I was like, oh yeah, I'll throw that in. I'll throw that in. I'll throw that in. Okay. And then I went onto your Facebook, and I scrolled. I scrolled back, and I was like, okay, I'm going to throw this in. Okay, I'm going to throw this in. <laughs> So it's just a word. You have to give me the first word that comes up. So if I said water, okay. you'd say... Swimming. Swimming. Okay, great. Okay, so here we go. Word association game with Cornelius uh, Patrick O'Sullivan. I'm working on the team tune for that, okay? It's not great. <laughs> you can get Sully to do some music I'm get Sully to get on the case. I'm just going to grant. <laughs> and we go up to Smock Alley for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll bring you all up. I'll pay you. <laughs> uh, one. Uh, number one. Scones. <laughs> Duns. Kinsale. Home. Westlife. Concert. DIY. <laughs> These are definitely from my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> DIY hot tub. A depression. Hmm. Sad. Accounting. Boring. Knitting. Relaxing. Ambition. <laughs> um, I'm trying to put into words. It's like, takes time. Takes a lot of your time, like. Hmm. Time consuming. Yeah. Theatre. Arty. Passage. <laughs> um, Syrian neighbours. Tig. <laughs> Fun. Irish. Uh, Gwaeltocht. Spirit. Universe. Dreams. Oh, nice. Purple, for some reason. Phone. 
Nuisance. Money. Uh, necessity. That's it. Is it? That's it, yeah. It's a cool game to play, yeah, isn't it? It is. It really, I'm kind like, of proud of myself how quick I was too. Like, I, you I, just I, say the first that comes to your head. Purple came in with dreams, was it? Like, yeah. That's just mad, yeah. Like I just like picture dreams kind of up in the sky, kind of like, yeah, purple, I don't know why. Yeah, and I, I think the f- at the start, your head is in it, I find anyway. People's heads are in it. But then yeah. once you get past As three or four, it's it. just natural stuff comes out. Yeah. Um, brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, Claire. I'm going to give you 10 out of 10. Uh, even though there was 16 words. there. <laughs> but I'm not great at the money side of things. <laughs> uh, I'll give you 16 out of 16. So 10 out of 16 would be wrong. Wow. Um, Can I do it back to you? Do it back to me. But what words are you going to give me? The same. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> I've forgotten the words anyway. Good. <laughs> I'm just going to do them randomly so okay. they won't be in your head. Even better. Fuck it, I'd the first one got for scones now. <laughs> <laughs> Theatre. Life. Knitting. Needles. <laughs> Accounting. Glasses. <laughs> Money. Green. Westlife. Keen. <laughs> Dreams. <laughs> the cranberries. <laughs> DIY. Do it yourself. <laughs> Sorry, that's really, really loud <laughs> down the mic. <laughs> um, phone. Painful. That's interesting now because mine was nuisance as well. Um, Kinsale. Fun. Tyke. F- fun. <laughs> passage. Back passage. <laughs> <laughs> Depression. Everywhere. Wow. Irish. Proud. Um, scones. Yum. <laughs> is that what you had it ready was. <laughs> it was it was that's the first time that's been reversed to me now it's so interesting to do it isn't it I think it's so interesting I don't think any of ours were the same like phone was the closest probably yeah um, I, yeah I'd lo- I'm going to listen back now later and see also Dunn scones I know scones are available other places but Dunn scones are unbelievable are they unbelievable oh my god whenever I want a scone I'll go to Dunn's mm. they're gorgeous we did our shop this week in Dunn's well Noel did it yesterday right and I said, where'd you go to the shop? She said, Dunn's. And I was like, I would never go to Dunn's. And I don't, like, because obviously, like, Aldi's across the road to me, so I just do my shopping mm. there. But if I want a scone, I'll always go to Dunn's. Do they not do scones in Aldi? No. Don't they? Well, they might do, like, packet ones. Yeah. But they but don't have a bakery. Same, no. They're not the same. We get all our, we, the bread now that we had this morning, super value. That's where we get the scones oh, now as well. But it is a journey, like, to go, like, if you're, like, into into super value 10 15 miles away so you'd really yeah. w- you'd really you know want want a, scone. want a scone but if i go in there then i'll get like a scone i'll, I'll go in to spend a euro and end up spending 30 euro like on the bakery on fucking everything like i'll be coming <laughs> out with clothes bags and stuff <laughs> <laughs> there was two for uh, for one noel we, we don't have a clothesline <laughs> 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 so that yeah it, like i she ha- Noel looks after all the money in the house. Like uh, any gigs I get paid, they go into Noel's account. Right. Um, uh, all the money goes through because I literally don't know the value of money. I right. go, go in and just I'll yeah sure we'll get that we'll get that we'll get that. Right. And I need to try and fucking get the value of money because it's um it's as handy to have it, isn't it? Well, yeah. It's handy enough, like it's good to manage it, like yeah. If you manage this, you'd be able to accumulate it a small bit, you know. <laughs> Do you have you got into Bitcoin? No. Yeah. No, I've never gone to that. There's loads of people are making a fortune off it by really? all Really? Yeah. Leona, my sister, was saying that she knows a crowd. They put five or six thousand into it about two or three years ago and they bought Spain now. Like they're just loads of oh, mil- millionaires wow. and stuff like that. Like, so. Jesus. But like, uh, I don't know. Imagine. Not me. What is your first memory of me? So if I think back, I'm not sure which is before but I have two okay so and I'll tell you your mind then of yours okay one is uh, going into the half door with Tyg when Tyg had been performing for you in the comedy club so I'd have gone in with him on Saturday nights or whatever and the other one is and I read I don't know which is before uh, it came first the other one is you playing the crazy guy in the yoga sketch when we were filming sketch for RT Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside graffiti. Which is first? I'd say French Door is before that, or the French Church Street. Was before it? Before that, yeah. The half door. Yeah. Um, 
my first that's gas now jesus i'd forgotten you'd forget about those things wouldn't yeah. you like like that was that was really early days cahoots that was for the rt was, show yeah. i think was it never like i think was i met tig in the june i think we were doing that by like the november i think mm. no we were doing ronanism that november ronanism. so it would have been the year after that that's around the first time I remember so meeting you. So that's why definitely Half Door would have been before Sketch, so... Was it? Yeah. So Half Door. My first memory, I don't know, is it before that or after that anyway, is the roundy downstairs. We were doing the improv panto. Remember, Tig was in the improv panto at the start. Right. And I think we had been doing rehearsals for it. Right. And you were friendly with a girl called Ashley, aren't you? Yeah. And Noel was like... Uh, and um, and Tyg, I don't know if you and Tyg were an item at the time, right? But you might have been shifting. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or just friends. Or just friends. <laughs> or just friends that held hands. Um, but you were. Tyg would never hold your hand. No, You've got the wrong hand. guy. Well, there he's anyway. always holding my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk about that. But you were in the roundy, and um, I uh, I joined you for something, and I remember you um, were biting the head off Tyg over something. You were giving out mad to Tyg, <laughs> and I was like. There's something going on between these two, all right? You were like, no matter whatever Tyg would say, you were kind of just kind of shutting them down and like nobody <laughs> shuts Tyg down, like, you know? And I was like, who's this feisty so well and so able. here now? Well able, <laughs> well able. And I, I just, that was my first one and I was straight, and I, was, and I think that kind of continued. You were always like, one thing I really admire about you is you take no prisoners, you say what's on your mind, mm-hmm. you've got love in your heart, that comes first over anything. But if there's any injustice going on or if there's any bit of, you know... Yeah. If there's anybody not playing ball, you're no, you have no problem getting... Nipping in the bud. Get, nipping, nipping in the bud, yeah. getting it done. And um, a lot of people scoot, myself included, kind of scoot around that kind of stuff. Right. And I, I've often admired it as a trait. I'd love to be a little bit more decisive. I think you're quite decisive and action-taking, right. which is, which is a, a, an attribute. I think that kind of depends on the situation, though. Like, I can okay. better... I find it easier to do things in certain situations, whereas, like, naturally, I don't like confrontation. But if you can, if it's only kind of a small thing and it just takes one little smart-ass comment, I've no bother doing that. Mm. Whereas, like, when it comes to kind of a big, serious conversation, I might have to work myself up for a day to do that. Like, I will do it. I won't let myself be treated like shit. Yeah. But, like, I would definitely find that harder. Than just kind of a little smart ass comment. But that's that in itself is amazing. That's a really that's a good thing. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I've in all my like lots of my life, I would have avo- avoided having those difficult conversations. No, this is not painting you a picture that this is not. This is only an, like a an attribute. <laughs> this is this is a, like a, a small little nugget of beauty that's attached to your aura yeah. that you're able that you're that's something that you're you just don't take any prisoners you don't take any shite you've got great self-respect yeah and i think that's something to be admired actually you know to be like that you respect yourself enough to stand up for yourself thank you and um and like that well, i don't think anyone should like i don't think anyone should be treated like do. shit i think lots of people go around yeah the, the world letting themselves be walked upon you know um yeah and like for better or worse, I think it's um, it's 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 definitely a good thing to do to have a little bit more self respect. I I think it's yeah. Any any time you can self worth self worth. Mm. It's like what you were saying there today when we bought. I got this apple juice this morning, right? This <laughs> Ballyhora apple juice, and it's gorgeous. I stand apple. by what I said too. But we drank the whole bottle of it. You <laughs> so and I, I know. right? And it cost. I, I think, think Noel for Noel I, got one glass. Right. No, Look, she got one glass. I did think. she get a glass? Yeah. Well, it's our anniversary. She was entitled to a glass. <laughs> you know, but we were. Um, well, I was saying that I bought this now, it was three fifty, and I was like, Jesus, fuck it. it's a lot to be buying for apple juice. But yeah. then I was saying, but like if I was drinking a pint, I could have three or four pints and I w- I'd have them gone in the space of two hours or three hours. But with this, I might have it for a couple of days and I'd, every time I drink it, I'd feel, oh, I'm having this gorgeous apple juice. And then you said, what, you, what do you do when you're doing that? When you're like, you, you, what was the sentence you said? You deserve it. You deserve it. I deserve yeah. this. I deserve this. Like and even if you only to have a little glass of it, you were like, I deserve this three fifty bottle of apple juice. Yeah. And why don't why wouldn't you like? Absolutely. And it's the small that's that small self talk that yeah. has to be practiced. Yeah. And you practice it well. And I try to practice it now. I'm much better than I was once upon a time. But I think that my first re- my first meeting of you, <laughs> I I was like, This girl isn't going to like 
you know, this girl isn't, isn't going to let anyone tell her what to do. Walk over her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think that's a great sign of a person. Yeah. Um, and I can't, I do actually remember connecting the Ashley and Noel thing. Was Ashley there with Noel? Is it? I can't remember oh, Jesus, how can't, that happened. I, I, I can vague, I can only vaguely remember going in and you sit in the roundy on the left hand side. You were sitting, there was a few of you there. Tiger was drinking at the time. That'll tell you how long ago it was. Right. Um, and, it was all crack like it was all kind of like banter and stuff and then Ty could say something and you'd fucking just shut him down like just give him a, he's like you're so funny don't you or some shit like Put that put him like, back you know. in his box but he'd come back then with, a, with an equally funny quip like it was t- yeah, it was ten- tennis between you and um, <laughs> I just I just remember being amused by it and that was just my first like obviously we've had we've been on amazing adventures yeah of course like I I did sketch with you guys in, in cahoots I was yeah. in a couple of those things and I've done several sketches with Other you sketches and yeah just and f- down through the years, then just fucking meeting up. We went away down to Bally de Hob last year and mm-hmm. up to Mayo, Mayo last year, and um, we've had some great adventures. And we and came here, and now we've we're here, and now you're on the podcast. So you know, what a day! What a day! What a day! And it's only going to get better. Wait till you hear the next question. I was so touched when you asked me the other day. I was like, oh god, I don't know about this now. Like a bit nervous, but like what? so, yeah. I just never ever pictured myself on any podcast or ah, podcast. Shut the front door. Come no, on. seriously. But like, well, thank you. I felt honoured, like. Well, the, the, the honour is all mine. The honour genuinely is all mine. And I think you're as worthy as anybody who's on this podcast, from my son to the mind guy to Tyg Dam to Noel. Do you know, like, this thank is... You. Like, this podcast for me is just, like, obviously I want it to go around the world. I want millions of people yeah. to listen to it. I want um, money to flow easily and frequently from it. I want loads of massive abundance of good things to happen from it of course but for me i want to just talk to my friends about things that i'm interested in i don't i'm not interested in how many followers someone has on social media yeah i'm not in i love that about you i just you care about the people and the person and the conversation and the friends Mm -hmm. you know um how many followers do you have on instagram actually is my interest (laughs) i don't have a clue we're gonna have to cut it here so (laughs) (laughs) do you have an instagram account I have an Instagram, but I'd say I haven't been on in about six months yeah, or just more. Actually, uh, I can just, just call it there. Finish how, it up here. Those, we'll just finish up there. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you're a, you're a trained you're a trained accountant. Right, that's your trade. Well, no, I'd be partly qualified because after I did my degree in accounting, I didn't do the accounting exams to okay. be a professional accountant. Did you do a degree in accounting? Yeah. So have I you did. got a, deg- a degree in that, and then you have to do mm-hmm. accounting exams then to to practice it, is it? Yeah, to actually be a qualified accountant and to be able to sign off on things. Okay, how did you go from that? And actually, the word you used was boring when I said word association mm-hmm. with accountancy. How did you go from to use your own word like a boring <laughs> industry? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say your words, not mine. <laughs> into <laughs> Like what I think is quite an exciting world, quite a different world, completely different oh, from absolutely. number crunching. Yeah. Of being a producer to like, I suppose was your f- like you've you've worked on. I read the article that you did on the Echo and stuff like that. You did a lot of work with the Everyman and yeah. stuff like that. How did how did that transition happen? So, I'd have to go back before my degree when I was in whatever leaving, sir, probably and trying to think of what I wanted to do. I spoke to the guidance counsellor and said I wanted to go do theatre production and Stefan Aoife. And the school I was in, that just kind of wasn't the done thing. It was like, you don't go to uh, Stefan Aoife or College of Com, you go to college. So it was like, no, no, what degree are you going to do? It's not, you're not going to do theatre production. Like, it's you need to do a degree now. So then I, I basically did accounting because that was my favourite subject in school. Like, what a ridiculous reason to do a degree. It doesn't mean you're going to want to work in that for the rest of your life. Like, So I did go and do accounting. And then in CIT, you can finish up after three years and have like a level seven, an ordinary degree. So I wanted to finish up after that. A big reason is because I hated presentations and I knew there was a load of presentations in fourth year. Like, I hated them. I got so nervous. Um. But the other reason is I, I knew I didn't want to work in accounting. Like, yeah. So anyway, mom had said, if you get into fourth year, just finish the degree. You'd be glad you just have the level eight. You know, even if you don't use it, it'll be good just to have your higher degree. So I actually applied to do theatre production in Stefan Aoife at the end of third year. And I got into, accepted into the course. And then my results came <laughs> for my accounting. And you had to get an average of 50% 
in all of your exams to get into fourth year. And I thought I kind of got enough to pass, but not get in. Yeah. And I got an average of 52. <laughs> I was so allergic. <laughs> so I was like, right, well, I promised mom I'm going to finish the degree. So oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so I finished the degree and then went off to Australia and worked doing accounting in Brisbane for like three years. But I just knew in my heart I didn't want to do it. Mm. I was like, I absolutely loved my colleagues. Like they were like my Australian family, really. Um but I decided I was coming home. Mom came out to me at Christmas and I hated saying bye to her in the air at the airport, not knowing when when I was gonna see her. Like it could have been two years or two months. I just had no idea when I was gonna see her next. So a few weeks after that I decided I was gonna go home and do theatre production. So I this is probably a very long answer. Oh, you probably weren't no, expecting no, no, this is, it. This is <laughs> but you see, do you know what's interesting about this? There are so many people out there who probably wanted to do th- exactly what you did. Yeah. But instead of, at three years, hopping on that plane and coming home and doing a theatre course from scratch, yeah. they, s- they stayed and did that and are, you know, are stuck in a world that they're probably quite unhappy with. And yeah, I think maybe. by you saying this, it shows that it does. it's never too late, really. Oh, definitely It's not. never too late. Like, I often hear people, even with comedians, uh, like, oh, I couldn't do that now, it's too, I'm too old. Like, it's never too old. I've no time for that anyway. Yeah. But to be fair, my mum is probably a good role model because I love she mom. went back. I do too. Hi, mum. Hi, mum. She went back and Hi did cares, uh, <laughs> her junior and leaving cert when I was in secondary school. Because she left school early. She hated it when she was younger. And then she was in CIT doing a degree when I was doing mine. So, like, absolute oh, wow. role model that, like, it's never too late to go do what you want to do. No, it never is. In fact, it's it, the time The time was yesterday, and if you can't do it yesterday, do it today. Absolutely, you know? yeah. Um, and just, it's like, we, when we went on that walk this morning, and I was showing you the nano-nagel quotes, you know? Yeah. It's like, it, wh- I can't remember the quote verbatim now, but it's like, little by little gets you there. If you yeah. do little by little every day, you know, it'll Absolutely. get you there. You can still be, like, some people say, oh, I could never leave my job now. I have a wife and kids. I'm an accountant. How could I do it? That's fine. You can't. You can't leave your job. You've got a wife and kids. But you could write five minutes of comedy and you could bring it to an True. open mic. Yeah. And then you do that you open mic. You can build mic. it up. And then you build it up. Exactly. And then you might have to do that for 15 years before you get your big break that you can leave your job. But at least you've been doing, living your life on your own terms exactly. while paying the bills. While having the money come in. Yeah, exactly. You know. So but even you just on that, when... Um, when mom came over for like the few weeks at Christmas, I brought her to my Christmas party for work. And uh, my boss was saying something about like, you know, Claire should really do her accounting exams, I think is what he was saying. And mom told me after, I didn't hear this because they were up the other end of the table, but she said that no one will ever tell Claire what to do. Like if Claire wants to do something in life, she will go do that. She won't do anything to please anyone else. And mm. I'm like, that was such a compliment. I was so delighted when I heard that from mom. Like, Yeah. Well, it's it's... It kind of brings me back to the the start. Like, I mean, you've got self worth, and you've got yeah. ambition, and you're not afraid to to do what you want to do. And it's fucking hard to do what you, what you want to do in life. Yeah, it is hard. Like, but it's it's equally hard to get up and fucking punch a, in a clock forty hours a week. You exactly, know? and something you're not happy in. You know, and people. T- I think people put a lot of weight on money and money they does do. definitely. Yeah. It is important. We have to mm-hmm. pay your mortgages. You have to pay your rents. <coughs> But like, I think if you believe in yourself, though, money will come. I completely agree with that. And I also think as well, people are opulent with money as well. You know, there's always ways of cutting back. Like I look at our life, there's always ways I, I, I can trim the fat. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And if you want something hard enough, you have to make those yeah. little sacrifices along the way and you'll win it back 10 times over. Like but all the time with when we ran cahoots, like you... You spent what you had. Like, that's all you could do. Like, mm. whatever you came in, that's all you had to play with. Like, mm. and you had to pay your rent. And whatever that left, like, that's what you used for food. Like, that's that's how it worked. Yeah, that was it. And it was literally food. It wasn't like, yeah, we'll, we, we'll get a new car. We'll, yeah, you exactly. Know, do you know what I mean? You were just getting... Oh, there was no new cars or anything during that time, like... But you were living. Oh, absolutely. And you were living the dream. You were, yeah. you were creating... You were producing and creating with the lads some of the most respected work in Ireland at the time. Cahoots were huge for a time, um, just before lockdown. Um, and it was like, you were bringing out a video nearly every week. Um, it was, yeah. you know, it was getting, 
you got a big massive fan base i remember coming to see i supported you in Wheelands. yes i'll be forever grateful yeah. to dublin show you asked me to open up for you and uh, i was so delighted to do so <laughs> and then i went to see you then in the opera house and my god i'll never forget the opera house gig like just the warmth in the room for you as a group and like it was amazing and that was that was all conceived like between the whole group but like yeah. it was all years you'd worked from it and if you had never taken the first step it would never have happened no and i just think that like that that's why theater is magic absolutely you know, you like backstage that night <coughs> the feeling was like everything that we've worked for up to this moment has led to this like that mm. all that work has got us to this moment where you've got a sold out opera house in your own city a thousand people Claire. and then like standing ovation i was yeah. li- i was bawling crying backstage yeah. it was so emotional yeah. like like all this work has got us to this point it was just amazing i remember the first gig you did was out in a hotel in um uh, the Good Room produced it. Joey, Joe, and Ed. Remember what was the name of that hotel? The oh, Riverly. The Riverly. Oh, remember? my God. Yeah. I opened up for you there as well. And wow. that was, um, you only had 100 in there. And I remember you were just testing, are we able to do this? Are we able to do a live yeah. show? And it went, it was uh, like the the writing and everything was brilliant, but there was a few technical hitches on the night with yeah, sound and stuff time. like that. <laughs> but the audience fucking loved it. Yeah. And you could tell, God. This has got. This has got. Potential. This has got something here, yeah. you know. And it, it turned out. To I have totally forgot about that gig. I was like, "What are we on about here?" Why? Why? I always <laughs> had a fondness for cahoots as well because I, I always felt I'm kind of. Yeah. I was here to start. <laughs> I was. I opened up for them before anybody knew Being who they were. Being through thick and thin. And look at me now. I'm opening up for them again <laughs> in Wheelands. Um, but no, it was great, and you got great television work out of it then you ended up yeah doing sketch the the, the, sh- the tv uh, sketch show and then i suppose the piece the resistance had to be the school the school yeah absolutely Which, can you tell me a little bit about the school because I, I um, that's a great story it's so kind of a tragic story as great, well. great but yeah stressful so to be fair like we had so eddie doyle was the head of comedy in rt at the time and back to sketch He's the one. So we had done Comedy Bites, which was like an online RT player thing with like sketches. But he said we had to build up our audience for him to be able to give us a TV show because he couldn't just give us one without an audience. That's why we started Weekly Sketches. So it was literally him saying, you need to have an audience, build up your audience and come back to me. So that's what we did. So we went and did Weekly Sketches, <coughs> excuse me, and came back and did Sketch. And then we're like, okay, we've done that one episode thing. Now give us a series for something. So we started working on the school. But he had such a fight that we literally didn't get the green light until I think it was the end of June. It was definitely June anyway. And we had to start filming on the 6th of August. So it was like no time whatsoever for pre-production, like getting your whole team together, casting the whole thing. It was so much pressure. Like it certainly wasn't ideal on how you would do a TV show. Never mind your first big one like and it was a two parter was it or was it tr- was it three, three episodes par- three episodes yeah and it what was the premise of it just for people who don't know so there were three main characters which were Ty Dom and Sully played them um but then Ty it Dom was and Laura <laughs> <laughs> Sully Sully was in it alright Sully's on my mind um Sully get off of Claire's <laughs> mind yeah get out of Claire's mind that's Sully. from last week now was Ty Dom and Sully all uh. last week <laughs> Um, Tyke Dom and Laura, sorry. So we were in the school. We did it down in Cove and Walterstown. And then we also had 72 kids in it. Mm. So it was set in a school where Laura was like the wacky uh, secretary who was in love with the new principal who was Dom. And then Tyke was just like an absolute nutter teacher who probably every kid would probably love to have as a teacher. But every principal dreads to have him as a teacher in the school. So... Uh, they say never work with kids or animals but Ty decided that he'd have animals in as well so we had to get animals from Leahy's open farm to come in one day <laughs> like oh my god Dom's office as principal was actually the principal's office and that's where we had all the animals at one stage mm. so like I think who went for a pee in there I think the the pig went to the toilet in there maybe it was the goat Jesus and trying to get the smell out of that room because like we basically also had to do it in the summer which is what put us under so much pressure because they wanted the school back in September, like end of August, to go back to school. Like you were under a fierce tight deadline altogether. Oh yeah, so like we had twelve filming days, 
that had to be done in August to give them the school back to ready to open. Because yeah. like, we also, like, it wasn't just the school. We needed the students. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So we had, like, all the kids in. But the kids had a ball, which I was delighted yeah. about. And that was probably my favourite part, like, going around, checking in all the kids, seeing if they were okay. And then I'd have to, like, go back and do a load of paperwork then after calls or emails. and oh like Jesus, yeah. yeah. So that kind of... And then, like, I think the school was great. I actually do. Uh, yeah, I actually too. did. And I, I, I liked the sketch show, and I was in the sketch show. I was in a few sketches, but I yeah. thought the school was really, w- really good. I thought it had legs. And it was, you almost had a Netflix deal for it, did you? Is that right? Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about that anymore. Okay, no, let's, no, let's not talk about that. <laughs> we thought we did at one stage, but that didn't happen. Never yet. happened. The whole thing was so heartbreaking. Like, we had kind of had a TV offer as well from a UK um, channel that just didn't go through either and like talk of like six or ten episodes and stuff mm. we thought like we were this was our break like yeah. that we had made this great show everyone wanted a bit of it and we were now gonna totally progress in our tv career like yeah and then when it just like we tried our hardest for i'd say about a year we really tried to push it and sell it for about a year yeah um and in that year like you had like very little income coming in because you're putting all your time into trying to make this happen like this is the tragedy of the arts like it's um like as I remember that time, I'd I'd remember quite like Dom was living in Black Rock, and myself and Tig and Dom would meet almost religiously to play FIFA once a month, mm-hmm. and you'd often be rehearsing before I'd get there, and then um, we'd be playing FIFA, and Tig and Dom and myself would be chatting away, and I remember Tig often going on about Jesus Christ, we're just dead from you know trying to get through to our tier, trying yeah, to get so draining, like know. yeah, and all the time, as you say, like money is tight and. It's it's it stifles creativity, or future creativity as well, because you're focusing on this, and I don't think people see how heartbreaking that is, and so many people's lives are tied up in that as well, mm. like you know all makeup now, like Kira and all that, all that kind of totally. all the continuity, yeah, um, you know cameras, sound, all that, they're all waiting. It's like I remember even with the improv panto back in the day w- when we went for the rehearsal for it, for the audition for it. I remember waiting for it for a couple yeah. of days, going. Fuck it, they haven't got back to me now. You feel like your life's on hold, like your life is on hold. Yeah. And then if it's bad news, your life is over for that day. Yeah. You know? Mm. But like you have to be resilient and you have to fucking get up the next day and shake it off and go. It definitely made us stronger. Like it had like you had no choice. Hundred percent made you stronger, you know. It really did. And I mean, like in one eye out the other is only proof of that, Claire. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which was the show that we talked about that you're producing with uh, the producer with with Um what do producers do? What's a producer's job? So, so, I'll give you an example for the school. That might just be easier. Great. So, Tyg wrote it and was in it. And to be fair, he had to help me with it because we had such a small team. Hmm. But, like, you basically, what, ideally what you do is, like, you hand it over and then the producer makes it happen. So, Tyg totally helped, like, casting. He took over casting. Hmm. But, like, you had to, like, get your whole team together and then you have to manage your team and manage everyone and check in on everyone to make sure everyone's okay and pay everyone. You're you're making it happen, basically. Like so, Tig writes it. So, like even with in a an sketch, ideal world, he'd he'd say, "Look, that's the that's it there. Go ahead and get that sorted." So then you go away, you hire camera, sound, yeah, continuity, makeup, dress, costume, costume, set, set. yeah. Extras, yeah, catering, catering, and reg- accountants, a- accountants, and regular actors and actresses. I suppose you say actors now, do you? I think it's all actors it's all now. Actors I now. think so. The yeah, actresses are dead now. The women aren't allowed to act anymore, are they? <laughs> Female actors. Bring it, back I don't the know. actresses is what I say. Like, <laughs> I think we should all be able to act. <laughs> um, that's an awful lot. Yeah, that's an awful. And then you're, but so I like you're their boss. Then that's yeah. like so they're coming to you and you're going. Okay, I need this tomorrow, this tomorrow, this tomorrow. Go off and do it. I need this tomorrow, this tomorrow, this tomorrow. Go off and do it. And then you're checking up then on the day. How are we getting on with this? Uh, you'd be great at that, actually. You know that I think. Well, you are great. At well, that. I like organizing. <laughs> yeah. So, like, normally it's totally fine, but that was very stressful. <coughs> well, the, the 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 time that you had to put it off in yeah, was exactly. ridiculous. Like, and then because we had kids that are obviously underage, you had to have a license for every child for them to be on TV. And I was dealing with like departments that I've never dealt with before mm. learning about how it all works I'd never done a big TV show like that like but you have that in the can now oh ap- you know 
taught me so much. Tigs always mock me. I always say thought and taught. Taught. Le- that I use them the wrong way. So I think they're what I was going to say. It taught me. T-A-U-G-H-T. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like I thought, I had a thought. Is but like I, yeah. I know I'm, s- in my head I'm saying the right word, but I would just put a H into yeah. it. But you look, I'm always messing up <laughs> English. English is a stupid language anyway. You know, bring back Gaelic. Bring back the Gaelic. This is a very important question. Now we're getting to the end of the interview, and um, you know, sixteen out of sixteen so far is what I'd say. But this is this is probably the most important question, and I think okay. this is what everyone's been waiting for so far. What is your favorite food? <laughs> If you were on death row, you're having, you're, they're like, Claire Connell, you have been sentenced to death for being a fucking brilliant producer. You can have one last meal. What is it? One last meal. You can have anything you want. But is a meal or just food in general? Just like, like let's, let's make it a meal. I think a meal would be nice. Because that way you can, have, let's, you can have a drink as well, a beverage with it. Okay. I know what my beverage is anyway, straight away. I'd say pizza. What type of pizza? I had an out of the night. I actually usually get um, mushroom and sweet corn. But the other night, I changed it up and it was gorgeous. And I went for mushroom and pineapple. Mushroom and pineapple, yes. Sweet corn, no. I can't stand sweet corn. Really? I love corn in the cob with a lot of butter. But I can't eat it in any other way. And it's... Wow. I, I don't know why. But, like, I would never get sweet corn. And I'm a vegetarian and I should. I what would you should. get on a pizza? P- I would get... Uh, my favourite pizza is a margarita pizza. It depends where you get it from, though. It has to be a good pizza t- for it to be a margarita, I think. I'm going to Charleville, 20 mile, 25 <laughs> miles away with my sister tonight. She's moving out tomorrow. She's been right. with us for the last couple of months. And uh, we're going over to get a pizza in Charleville. It is fucking gorgeous. It's in, there's an Italian over there. If you're ever passing through oh, Charleville, right. it's on the left-hand side as you're going out. Small little, real old, traditional Irish-Italian chipper. And our pizzas there are just divine. Yum. But I would also be partial to a bit of pineapple as well, I'd have to say. Okay. And I like mushroom as well, so I'm like, <laughs> great. So you're getting <laughs> mushroom and pineapple pizza. What are you having to drink with it? But then I'd like chip or chips with it then. Oh, you have to. Well, it's your last meal. Really. Yeah, you but you know, chips. like not every kind of pizza place does good chips. So I'd like the chips then from somewhere else probably. Okay, well, I'm sorry now. But like, we're <laughs> gonna, I'm going to have to take you to Charleville. Because... <laughs> The chipper chips are gorgeous there as well. Oh I just really? wasn't going on about them because I didn't want to be blowing this place up out of all proportion. <laughs> you know, I don't even know the name of the place. Oh I was too in I was too in love with the food to like to everything else faded into like kind of obscurity because it, the food is so delicious there. The chipper chips there are beautiful as well. And I'm a big fan of the Kentucky and it beats the ass off the Kentucky. So. Wow. Yeah. So what would you drink with it? A club rock shandy. What do you want to get now tonight? I'm, I'm go- tonight I'm You're going to just go get my favourite meal tonight, I'm, is it? <laughs> I'm not going to get the rock shandy. I'm going to get your favourite meal. Okay. But I'm going to get an ice cold Diet Coke by two. Two, di- two Diet Cokes. <laughs> I, love I love the Diet Coke. Um, I'm gonna f- we're going to finish up. This has been absolutely beautiful. Last question. Where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? Still as a producer. Mm-hmm. Um running a different production company I'd say and working enough that I have like enough money but I'm not I don't want like obviously everyone wants to like be very comfortable I suppose that's what I would love I'd love to be comfortable would you to like have to have a bit your mortgage extra off? in 10 years time yeah yeah I think I will I think I, I think, think I'll have it paid off and I'll be in a new house I think if you can have your mortgage paid off in life, or I think you're winning. I think you're well, my if you're able to make an income, obviously you have to yeah. make an income as well on top of that. But like really and truly, if you can do that, I'm looking. Sorry, you're now I'm fucking annoying myself trying to. F- oh yeah, I found it. Well, what I see, I see myself out in a house, maybe more out in the countryside, bigger. Move out to Kilavala. Um, I'd love to have like a, a granny flat, I mean, if Mum ever wanted to come stay, and I think the rent from my current house would be paying my new mortgage that's my plan 10 years write it down visualize it say it to yourself put it into affirmations and in 10 years time that's where you'll be that's a yeah. fact like oh i believe it yeah, yeah. that's a fact and my um, two kids will be going to school close by somewhere you should move to Kilavallen. <laughs> like this is the other thing as well you have the granny flat so you have your mom right yeah you're moving to Kilavallen, then you've got us <laughs> and then we're all we're, we'll have each other's back <laughs> do you know what i mean 
and we can get, you're vegetarians, we're vegetarians. It's working out great. Yeah, how lovely. Do you know what I mean? We can, I'm going to start growing food out the back there next year. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah. Do you know what I would love? I'd love to have my own hens. Because mm-hmm. I do, like, I'm not a vegan by any means. No way. That's another thing. If it was just going to be food while ago, I would have said Cadbury's chocolate. Mm. Because Cadbury's chocolate and cheese probably be the two things that I could not be vegan for. But I'd love to Eggs be. as well for me. Yeah. I'd love to, if I just had my own hens out the back, then I'd know those eggs are totally fine. Yeah. Because I'm looking after them. You'd be looking after the the the, the, the chickens. You'd yeah. be giving them a great life. The only thing about chickens is you have to be careful with foxes. I know. That's the only thing, you yeah. Know? So you probably, there might be a few casualties at the start before. Right. There are might you going to get some? I think, I def- what I want to do first of all is I want to learn how to, to plant I tell you two things I want to grow in my garden I want to grow cucumbers because the boys eat them here every day and I think if you could grow your own organic cucumbers I think that would be Great. fantastic yeah. going out plucking and bringing them in chopping them up giving them to the lads yeah. and I want to do potatoes because I eat potatoes a lot and the boys well they're easy to grow they're aren't easy they and they're easy potatoes. to grow and uh, they're nutritious so they're they're my two projects for next year but um, I dug um with Dom I dug a, a hole out in my garden recently and the earth was just at the back of my garden and then like these tall green things started growing and I was like, what are they? It's like some sort of tree or something. Sunflowers? Went out and I was like, I'm going to have to take them out because they just looked like massive weeds and I was like, they just look awful. And uh, went out and pulled them out. They were potatoes. What? I swear to God, they were like tiny little potatoes. I thought that maybe they were like radishes or something first. That's the land them. was obviously used for potatoes in years gone by. If actually, mad? if you go into Mallow, if you go closer to Mallow, there's an estate in there called Castle Park, and in in the lawns there, there's beet growing naturally because wow. there used to be used to be a beet field. Nature yeah. finds a way, girl. Nature finds but I a think way. That shows how easy it is because I certainly wasn't doing anything to that pile of earth. Like. Exactly. That was just nature's yeah. nature raining and putting its sun on it. Like yeah, you know? mad. Um, I'm gonna say thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, Claire O'Connell. Thank you, Con. One of the nicest conversations I had it flowed so beautifully um, you were nervous and yeah, like there was no need was. to be because we've been talking for nearly nearly an hour 51 minutes oh wow yeah so that's a great sign um, definitely have you back on again at some, some time in the future if you're up for it great thank you and um, lads if you're enjoying these podcasts and you want to help me out you could do so by uh, rating and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast or tagging me on an Instagram story and uh, r- shouting out the podcast and then I'll reshare that onto my followers as well. And uh, all the, all you know, any bit of, any bit of a shout out helps in any, in in a small way. And as we were talking about earlier on, if you do a little bit, uh, if you do a little bit regularly, yeah, exactly. you get there. And then um, before we know it, this is going to be worldwide, across the globe. I already have people listening in Papua New Guinea. So, well, there was one listener in Papua New Guinea last month. <laughs> like, so, you know, uh, you have to start with someone. Like, so shout out to the Papua New Guinea listener. And we had a fellow. <laughs> we have 5% of the audience in America. So, you know, between America and Papua New Yeah, do you know. Are you doing any affirmation on this becoming worldwide? Do you want to hear my affirmation? Yeah, I'd love it. I'm abundant with joy for my mental, physical and spiritual health. Are in their zenith, ensuring that I am always happy, healthy and hilarious. My joy expands further through my work with my podcast, attracting millions of downloads, allowing money to flow easily and frequently to me. It's up there behind me on the back. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say goodbye to you. Claire, we'll talk to you again soon. Good night. God bless. Thank you so much. I love you all. Bye. Bye.